every single job that I get, I've had to negotiate my pay because I'm like, this is very low. Yeah. It's the problem is because they know that there's the market saturated yes. by people who are new, who yes. don't know what they're doing and who don't yes. know. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Korea Unfiltered. Today's episode is a very special episode. I feel like I always talk about the entertainment industry. So I have somebody who has been in the acting industry in Korea for a really, really long time. And just hearing their two cents into it, I think, would be great. So let's welcome Joey. Hey, hey, hey. Ooh, welcome, Thank you Joey. for having me. Thank, thank you, you thank for you. coming for the second time. <laughs> hey, I am happy to do it again. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, socially uh, <laughs> socially like awkward. Myself. It's great. Socially oh, no, it's awkward okay. in interviews. Oh, no, me too. Second, second <laughs> round to do. It's great. Uh, stumbling, muddling. It, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> I am also very socially awkward. So this would be great. Hey. Socially awkward people. Yeah. <laughs> so would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi. Uh, my name is Joey Albright. I've been acting since two. 2014 in oh. the Korean industry, so uh, just over 10 years, 2013, 14, somewhere in there. Yeah, um, that's a long I've time. I've been training and acting for years as well. Yeah. Um, classes from LA. Um, I'm currently trying to do local classes as well in, here in mm -hmm. Korea, but I don't act in Korean. Um, I, I don't like acting in Korean. Have you act? I feel like because your Korean is good. Why? I, it's just so nuanced that yeah. it, it comes off as cringe if you don't do it right. And the, I mean, the, the problem is like a foreigner act. You have to either be very proficient or yeah. be the dorky like I'm a lovable loser, yeah, you know. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't mess with it usually unless it's something that I think I can pull off. Uh, um, but for okay. the most part, yeah, I, I just only. I feel English like acting. you would do good though. I've done it. I just don't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. more about memorizing the the how to mm. pronounce it. Where do I go up and down? It's not actual like a character or acting. You know, it's just saying that. And you say, need I." You know, yeah. it's very robotic. So I, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, been acting for a long time uh, in Korea. Lo yeah. Love it here. Uh, went to the States, did it there, came back here because I have a wife and kid that want to stay here. So I'm Yeah, he has a whole child. A whole child, y'all. Yay big. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting bigger and bigger every year. Oh, my God. How did you first end up coming to Korea? Uh, so it's a bit of a sad story. Shocker. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is the second time I'm hearing the story. Like, oh, yeah. and it is sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So make a long story short, uh, family of nine mm -hmm. had a handicapped brother. He died when I was 16. Uh, oh my god, can you slow down? <laughs> You're just like, jab, jab, jab. I bet the audience is like, oh my god, oh what, my what, god, what? it's just getting worse. All right, uh, well, I'm trying to like do it oh chronologically just so it makes sense. Um, Family of nine. I had a handicapped brother. Yeah. He passed away. He passed away uh, at when I was 16. Oh, um, you were young, and, young. Yeah, and he was, uh, he was about 14. Rex, I have a tattoo uh, oh. on my shoulder with his name on it but he was very young too yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was quadriplegic he drowned in a pool when he was two um, which is why I don't mess with pools anymore oh, yo. you like, will never catch me dead in a pool yeah, yeah. No. no 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 I no, don't no. do pools I, either I, I can swim but I'm very like you know it's I, probably it's trauma gotta, right yeah, yeah. Uh, well I, I like swimming but I just for my kid I'm like I, if she's in a pool, I'm very attached. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to hold you all the way. And yeah, just, you know, because yeah. it's just that fear, oh my right? Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, he passed away, and my whole life I had assumed I was going to raise him because mm. my parents were both sick, um, my, oh, my no. dad and my mom. And so whenever he passed away, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life, but mm -hmm. I, my mom was doing community theater uh, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, TV chef or actor was kind of, I was kind of in between both. Yeah. Uh, the TV chef thing came from 
my brother being like 24 hour care. Mm. So we had to like bathe him. We had to change his diapers. When he had to go to the bathroom, we would have to actually help him go, go to, to the, the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. He was like tube fed and all oh that stuff, God. right? Yeah. So, um, and he was like locked in a position. So it was like, we'd have to like stretch him every day. It was like 24 oh, hours he couldn't my... swallow. So oh, we were like suctioning goodness. the spit out of his throat and all that stuff. So I, I don't, to this day, I don't sleep because it was just like, I, I wake up throughout the night if I hear a slight noise. And yeah, I'm so sensitive, yeah, like yeah. overly trained on yeah. how to do that. So anyway, um, so I was like torn between you know, being an actor or a cook, but the cook thing was mainly because family of nine, my brother was full-time care. Someone had to step up and cook. So Mm -hmm. my parents taught me how to cook. Mm -hmm. So I was cooking plus helping raise my brother up until he passed. And then I was like, I guess I kind of know how to cook. So I'll just start cooking. Yeah. 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 And so I started doing that. Um, and then as like a part-time job or do you mean just like in the home? Yeah, oh, full time. Okay. So I, I I entered a bakery at sixteen in Canada uh, illegally. Oh, was uh, <laughs> apprenticing. This was like around the time. Call when, their name out. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. What's My, the bakery called? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it has uh, since then been <laughs> shut down. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I hope. I was gonna be like, I'm about to bleep that name out. <laughs> but if you guys least. are shut down, I mean, <laughs> there must be a reason. Uh, so yeah. But no, it, it was cool. Uh, but that's around the time I lost my brother too. So mm. I moved out, and yeah. then I was working there. Yeah. I moved out at 16. I was working there. And you then, moved out young. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I didn't know what else to do. I was just like, kind of like, I don't know what else I want to do with my life. So I moved out. Right. Um, and then my parents asked me to come back because they were both sick. So I mm. moved back in. And then I moved out again at 17 because, uh, you know, I just couldn't handle everything that was going on. So I lived with my sister. Mm-hmm. And from there, my uh, I started to save money. I was working two full-time jobs as a chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was a full-time uh-huh. job and a part-time job yeah. uh, just to make as much money as I could during like winter season restaurants aren't busy so they're like we we're gonna schedule full but mm-hmm. we're gonna let you go to save pro- you know make profit so it was like yeah. a whole ordeal anyway yeah. um but then i met my wife uh on a trip going back and forth around that time and so we back and up, forth to where uh so I, my brother passed away in canada my parents were in canada mm-hmm. at the time they're trying to become citizens but canada said no uh, because there was Wait, just... your parents are not Canadian? No, they're American. So, yeah. Yeah. so we were living up there. As they were seasonal... looking for greener pastures. Yeah, seasonal residents. And so, make a long story short, they they oh. didn't get it because they were the, they needed they wanted the medical care for my brother. Right, right. Like, right. It was like stay super expensive insurance if possible. American insurance is insane. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, so make kind of like wrap it up. I moved out. I was working in kitchens, mm-hmm. and then my dad uh, fell into a coma. Um, but at the, I met my girlfriend at the time around when I was 20 ish. Okay. Uh, and my dad fell into a coma and passed just before my 21st birthday. And I bought a ticket, saved up and bought a ticket to Korea. Um, like literally the oh day my after God. my 21st birthday, I had my first legal beer right. in the States, <laughs> legal beer. Uh, and then I hopped on a plane the very next day. And oh, there are illegal ones before? <laughs> Canada, it's 19, so, you know. <laughs> this is bad because it's a sad story, but the way you're speaking, I'm like, Joey, stop making me laugh. I'm not supposed to be laughing right now. This is not a funny story. Well, uh, you know, uh, yeah. life gets in the way sometimes. So, uh, Yours got in the way a lot. <laughs> people, think I'm, people think I'm like a really mean person. I'm like, no, I just don't handle BS that well. Because you've gone through a lot, <laughs> like, for I sure. Really need to be in this room. Oh my uh, god! Okay, so yeah. the ticket was bought, and then your dad was in a coma at that. Yeah, time. so he passed a month before I flew to Korea, a month before oh, my twenty first birthday, around January. So I usually have like a memorial day for him and my mom, I just, and yeah. my brother as well. Which I just package it on my mom's birthday, yeah, uh, which is December. So that happened, and then I was in Korea. Um, 
when I got the news that my mom had passed as well. My mom's a, like breast cancer survivor, enlarged heart, and then um, my dad was like renal failure. Um, he was like diabetic, hepatitis C, all these issues, gangrene, the lot. whole nine. Yeah, so it was like oh I just remember like him screaming, like his legs would like cramp up and stuff, and yeah. it was like very traumatic. So whenever he passed, it was like kind of it was sad, but it was it was definitely heart wrenching. Yeah. Um, but it was a relief that he wasn't in pain, right? right and then my right. mom uh died from like she had heart problems and stuff from the the chemotherapy right mm. so she passed and then it was like uh i was in korea and i was like i don't i don't have any money i don't know how I'm gonna, if i go back to the states i will never come back to korea yeah and so i didn't even get to go to her funeral or anything right and so yeah so i was just like locked i, I put i'd already put my handicapped brother on a stretcher when he passed i had put my dad on a stretcher when he had passed help the ambulance people put him in the car that kind of thing but then like i didn't get to do it for my mom but uh my brother had called me uh i know he had emailed me or something and he was like hey joe mom died and i was like oh i'm sorry he emailed you yeah because i like i was in korea like how are you gonna yeah. oh, right, right, right. <laughs> there was no like, like real whatsapp way, yeah. and like all that was probably not that popular back then yeah, yeah no 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 like this is like pre this is like when the first smart uh yeah. iphone or whatever just came out because yeah. in 2014 i didn't have a phone period yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so oh, like yeah, it was weird and so i was just like great i'm stuck here um but I, in my, korea yeah and so my my now wife at the time girlfriend yeah. um we were off and on dating uh she and her parents really stepped up like took great care of me we were mm -hmm. very supportive i mean i was like i was working in a kitchen here and i was crying while i was cooking oh. i was just like you know i i was like i don't know what the hell i want to do anymore yeah. so it oh got to God. a point where i i basically was like okay well i'm gonna keep cooking and then i cooking because mm -hmm. uh, i just y'all i'm six foot two yeah you're a big boy kitchens uh, are made for older women in korea the little ajumas yeah. and so my back was just like mm. trying to cut vegetables <laughs> and this little kitchen i bumped my head on the stove oh my god so I, was like, yeah. I can't do this anymore man I, I i'm working seven up to 70 hours a week yeah. and i'm making five dollars an hour it's not Man, at the time, yeah. an hour. yeah, you, oh you do God. the math. And so I, yeah. I saved up for school, mm -hmm. uh, entered university, and I ended up just being like, I want to change my major. So I was uh, mass media communications. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like camera. It's not just journalism. Like the classes I took were like very camera based. Some of them were acting. Mm -hmm. so it was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, my, because of my mom doing the community theater thing, mm -hmm. I kind of fell in love with acting. But yeah. I've got massive stage fright. Yeah. So I just don't do well in big crowds On but stages, like yeah. yeah the camera though is it's weird like you can like just a wall right You're yeah like, the people behind the camera are not like hundreds of them so i guess that doesn't give you that fright yeah too, yeah right? but the whole they're rooting for you to do well mm -hmm. right and that's the thing like if you do your job really well mm -hmm. then guess what they get to go home quicker right so it's like Facts. you don't have to worry about your peers judging you or anything it's yeah. just like they're they, they cast you they know you're capable and they pray you don't screw up your lines. So, mm -hmm. How yeah. have you found the casting process in Korea to be, especially as a foreigner? So there is a lot of limitations on plus size gentlemen like myself. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if uh, I've got, <laughs> got the dad bod going on. You know, like that's, that's, so that is a thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've never oddly played a dad or an uncle or anything that would be a lovable so character. <laughs> yeah, I'm you just, play some, some very strange characters. Oh, racist <laughs> uh, soldier. <laughs> that's just like my yeah. niece. Racist soldier. I'm like, <laughs> do you have like a, have you ever had a drug um, seller role? Like selling drugs? 
okay so i did this weird one where the mj i don't know if i can say it on this show yeah. but uh like we were supposed to be foreigners smoking the reefer uh, uh, not and, the and, reefer <laughs> and inside the like inside this thing the cops walk in oh, and we're yeah, like yeah. whoa bro you know like <laughs> um yeah I, people i was not a very good actor in the beginning i'm still learning yeah, I remember the last time you came yeah. on the podcast, you were like, some of my tapes from back then are cringe. Uh, I, I, I'm that guy on TikTok, y'all. Okay, uh, cringe actor. I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, I, I've gotten pretty decent, I'd say, mm-hmm. um, over the years of training. And, you know, I, I, I but casting here is very, it, it's not image friendly. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. Oh, um, right. You know, for example, I, for some reason, can't seem to break out of a bad soldier role. Mm. And then, like, even if I outact another person, the director will literally go, you're too fat to be a soldier. And I'm like, Mm. have you not been in the army base? (laughs) You're too fat to be a soldier. Yeah. So, and what I love is, like, you're also too fat to be a a skinny businessman. And I'm like, do you not understand what a businessman is? So, but recently it's gotten a lot better. Um, I think, like, when I first started, the the overall image mm-hmm. of foreigners was very like, this is this, that is that. Um, but now, like casting has like really stepped it up, and like they're more open minded to mm-hmm. trying people and uh, trying different looks and images and yeah. seeing kind of what works, as long as it's kind of in the, within the guideline of the script and with the director's vision. So right. casting, the 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 chubbiness is a factor. But when I lost the weight, they were like, you look, you don't look like a model. You look too sick to to actively be. Uh, you know, so that you should have some fat on your face, but you should lose all of this. And I'm like, I, I don't know how you to... can't win or, or like <laughs> no. what there's, you can't win. There's, there's always someone who has an opinion. So, um, yeah. it was, it was when I went to LA, uh, cause I wasn't, I like, I was like, I thought I was blacklisted for a while. So I went to LA, in LA? uh, in Korea, oh, in I was Korea. like, okay. I'm not getting work. It's weird. So like just when COVID popped, yeah. I was, I'd already booked my ticket. I was like, well, I'm ripping off the bandaid. So mm-hmm. a year after COVID, I got my, they came up the, the shots and whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I got those cause you know, legally you had to before you fly anywhere. Right. Right. And uh, if you're on set in the States, that's mandatory. Yeah. They have to check if you got your shots or not. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, I, I, is it me? Am I a bad actor? Am I really that bad? Mm-hmm. I got, I literally booked uh, a short film mm-hmm. uh, over here. They auditioned me and I flew out on my own dime, went there. And then I booked seven short films in 70 days. Plus a Taiwanese music video. It was so weird. And Taiwanese one of them, like, yeah, it was really random. Oh. Um, it was like, it was all through word of mouth. And yeah. then like, this casting director was like, I think you can do it all. So mm-hmm. it's just like, have you tried all these things? Yeah. So I did it. And then I came back with all this footage. I was like, it clearly isn't me. I'm like, out of the out of the seven films, mm-hmm. like two of them were leading roles. Mm-hmm. One of them was a racist one. Uh, <laughs> no, two of them were racist uh, out of the f- seven. Uh, yeah. A racist cop and then a, a church shooter. So that was fun. Thanks. Not a church shooter? Yeah. Oh, I, my God. I drank for basically for the better part of two solid days after that. Oh, those type like, of roles would definitely mess yeah. you up. Do mentally. you remember the, have you seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective? Uh, Jim Carrey. Anyways, there's a, she, a scene where uh, he like kisses uh, the female cop yeah. and it turns out it's a dude and then he's in the shower brushing his teeth and he just feels gross and he's crying. That was basically me in a nutshell. Oh <laughs> it felt so gross. Yeah, those uh, roles, I, I don't understand how people take that character and themselves and put that separate. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it's but in the, what's weird is like, I'm sitting in the church and then like, I'm talking to all these lovely people and I'm like, Hey, and they're like, Oh, you're, 
you're you're the killer oh you're the shooter i was like please don't hate me after this <laughs> when you act it out really well do you feel like you're like oh that was too well, like, well too good what's weird is like if if you're really doing it you don't think about it mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it then you're not really doing, doing it, it right? right yeah so that, that's kind of the trick to acting right if you're like really locked in and you're not trying to like ad lib lines and get like get more face time you're mm-hmm. like really you're really got the synergy mm-hmm. going on and you're like putting your piece in the inside that puzzle that has mm-hmm. to exist then you don't even think about it oh, and then okay. after you watch it you're like oh my god what is that that's this you know so yeah so i i went came back from la and uh, i got cast in a movie here mm-hmm. uh, called open the door mm-hmm. um and the director wanted me to be this drugged out homeless guy robbing uh oh uh, yeah you yeah. posted on your instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i was like give me all the money you know so like i grabbed my hair <laughs> like, ah! I, I had a beard yeah <laughs> and so like it was cool because it was like something that i wasn't used to doing which is normally just like cliche like businessman or you know teacher we, you know there's only so many roles you can, you can have yeah. as a foreigner here yeah. Yeah. yeah so now i'm like unless it's like some special role i'm mm-hmm. literally just like i just need the money y'all let's just get this done yeah <laughs> so, yeah chop chop yeah, yeah um you had mentioned that you thought you were blacklisted why would you why did you think is it just because there were no jobs at that time no no there were jobs i think i think what it is is um once you've kind of built a brand or a name um and people like this is what i've heard from an agent like whenever they cast somebody they they're they're going in with the the assumption they're going looking um in korea amongst the amateurs Mm -hmm. the one that fits the best Mm mm-hmm and the the, hmm. the word amateur was thrown out there, and I'm like, oh, this is because you're not an amateur. You're prof- you've been doing this for years and years now. Yeah, and so it's weird, like to think about like that's the mindset that they have. One bi- bad audition ten years ago sticks with you for the rest of your life. Mm. You know, and I'm still trying to break that stigma, but it's like you know, like I, I literally brought in all this footage, gave it to all the agents, and they're like, wow, you can act. And I was mm-hmm. like, that was me what, three, four years ago, yeah. imagine how good I am now with the expensive classes I pay for, for, for LA. Like I have literally LA's top coaches yeah. on my resume yeah. and like any casting director in the States is like, holy, you know, they're, they're in disbelief. Like this is not common. These are expensive, yeah. like two grand, two grand for two weeks of classes. And oh, it's that's like a lot of money. It's three classes, yeah. three classes you're paying. That's a lot three of grand. money. Three classes. It's like rent yeah. or acting classes. Joey yeah. is like, acting classes <laughs> i was almost homeless for a while <laughs> my wife was killing me she was like yes you need to stop spending that time and i was like if i get it on my resume that's all that matters yeah so but do you feel like that resume works well in korea like having all these like no. top a- so that's that's what's uh, that's what's kind of a disappointment what is nice is like american productions are coming over here mm, yeah and so and they'll be like let's see what this guy has but you know they just give a comp card it's got like four photos of you some of them are like yeah. really old, bad yeah. photos. Yeah, and for sure. It's got like either a fake name or just Joey on it. And then like a, f- a weight that doesn't match my current status. Someone put like 88. And I'm like, I've not been 88 in 10 years, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know what that. It's like, well, you know, just, just, you know. They just lie. They're just like, oh, just say it. Say it's right. And yeah. you're just like, it's, just agree. that's you're, a lie, you're, but okay. You're, yeah. you're born in 96. And I'm like, I'm. Do I look this gray hair? Y'all ain't going away. So like Like he's twenty seven. Yeah, it's kind of like cringe. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's weird. It's weird to have to like go in and persuade people that you're good enough after you built a career. But like I was booking a lot, and then suddenly it was like nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. This was pre-COVID too, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And so I was like, you know what I need to do is just rip off the bandaid, 
go to the States and really see if it is my acting mm-hmm. or if it's just the industry here. And so I went there and like, I was like, wow, um, it's definitely not me. It's the industry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it, there is a, there is a, if you're used too much, they don't want you. There is a, if you're not like, if you're chubby, then they're like, oh, if you're taller than the lead actor, no, you know, like, oh yeah. Like, the whole tall being taller than the lead actor is definitely a thing. Yeah. yeah. Like I've gotten, um, castings for jobs and then especially music videos and then if and it's usually male like male like singers right i'll get casted for it and then they're like what's your height and then i tend to be taller than most if not all k-pop idols um so they're like just kidding you're too tall and i was just like huh you want to model but you don't want to model it's a weird it's a weird thing the casting is very interesting here but like even the the thing that we did right we we did the oh yeah that so me and the way i met joey was through a job that we did together for a movie that has yet to come out so we can't be saying the title or anything like that and i remember i was very nervous about this role because it's my first acting role i've never acted before um i think i had this assumption that acting would be easy and then i was reading the script and i was like how do you even put these emotions in these lines i was like what is this um and i remember i tried my best i tried my best and then when i went to the the actual shooting day i met joey and i remember you were like do you want to run the lines and i was like oh my god please please (laughs) help me run these lines because i don't know what to do and you were just so nice about it and you helped me so much and you were just like just Try your best. Just be natural with it. And I mean, I was still nervous. It's not easy, guys. No. Acting is not easy. Our dialogue, um, not that easy either. Yeah, but you helped me out a lot for sure. For sure. Well, and I was very grateful for that. Well, the thing is like, if if you look good in the scene and I look good in the scene, then it's a win-win. Right. right like right, that just, sure. just kind of what it like boils down to. If I am a selfish person mm. and I'm like, screw you. You know, like yeah. basically it's going to make us both look bad. Look bad. <laughs> so yeah. the, the best thing actors should do mm-hmm. is help the other actor in the scene mm-hmm. without overstepping, not giving a line read. Oh, read it like this, read it like that, mm-hmm. right? I was like, well, you can try this, you can try that. Yeah, you know, yeah. giving you options is one thing, but saying like, you should you say should it like this. You should do this, you should do that. Yeah, yeah you it's didn't like say that. You become a director at that point, right? And I, I, I've directed people in the past um, unintentionally, not knowing I was directing, just trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, <laughs> some people got an ego, y'all. It's like I had a, one of my favorites by far was uh, being told that I shouldn't say my line that way to this particular person. Yeah. Because that person's position was quote unquote higher than mine. Oh. And I was like, let's look at the script mm-hmm. together through basic script analysis. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a number that is higher than mine. Yeah. I use this this particular uh we'll we'll call them a Mm -hmm. and b walks in the door first and assumes they're like the bigger position and i was like no you're wrong that particular scene called for common sense which was just if you the person walking in first gets shot it shouldn't be the commander Mm, you know what i mean you're dying first yeah you're dying first who's (laughs) gonna run the the show yeah and then the line was like you 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 did do this and you why didn't you do this Mm -hmm. and the dude was like you can you could say it to yourself i'm like uh no um no just no Uh, and so like i've dealt with that i mean this guy handled it like a pro whenever we talked about it again he was really nice um really really uh, very talented actor Mm -hmm. first and foremost second of all Really nice guy, mm-hmm. but I think like just getting too close to your lines like that and not being flexible is, you know, 
can be an issue. And so yeah. this just happened to be the time, right? But I've had a director come up and be like, can you like translate to the to the to the lead actor or whatever the lead white dude on set and I was like, yeah okay mm-hmm. so I was like, da, da, da. he like tells me and then he like points and like he's like and i, I tell the, i was like hey that director just told me to tell you this mm-hmm. and he gets up and goes and binds the translator and is like joey doesn't tell me what to do he's not the director you're my translator you get over here and i'm like wow like you just saw the director tell me to tell you this Man, <laughs> like step yeah. over, stepping away from ego yeah is going to actually save the scene more. Right. right. I've had people tell me, like, try to give me line reads and stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, but I'm going to be generous. I'm right. going to take that into consideration. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. But unless you're the director, you shouldn't be telling me how to say something. And that's yeah. that falls upon the director or the translator to do that. Yes. But at the exact same time, um, I'm going to trust my skill and my training to get me where I need to be mm-hmm. for that scene. Mm-hmm. So if I'm generous and I help, yeah. then guess what? We're all going to come out looking better. Way and vice better. versa. Yeah. Vice versa. You know? Yeah. When it comes to the entertainment industry or just your life in Korea, mm-hmm. what do you think has been your greatest hardship? Um, being the fat guy on set. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I walked into a, a, an audition. I've been on sets where like they brought in this like this model and the model's like, what is the fat guy doing? It literally said like, it was just like, Dude from Spain oh, or whatever, yeah. a young Justin Bieber looking guy, and he's yeah. like, "What is it? What is the fat guy doing here?" And I go, "Oh, this is fun. I'm an actor, and he's like, acting's easy." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I was gonna help, I was gonna help you, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you burn for a little bit, and then I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna help you whenever I, the director finally comes up to me and asks me to help you." Yeah, and he's like, "I didn't like realize what position." I was in because yeah, yeah, yeah. that director calls me in for the, those type of commercials specifically to help to not just not coach, but like literally like it was a simple scene. And then on take 20, the director's like, George, please. And I said, are you take I, 20? Yeah. I, I look at the guy and I go, how are you feeling? And he's like, I, he's like, I, I, he's like, I what do you think I should do? I said, no, the fat guy, remember? And he's like, huh? and I go, I tell you what, I'm going to be nice. Cause I don't want to be here for another 10 more takes. So yeah. I assume this is what the director wants. Yeah. And all you got to do is do this. Yeah. And then on the next scene, all you got to do is do that. And he does it done. After two, 20 takes. Two takes, y'all. So In other words, I, stop judging people. Yeah. So I like yeah. walking into a casting office where it's a commercial or anything. I'm always the biggest dude. Even when I lose the weight, I'm always the biggest dude. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like you're tall. Yeah. You're really tall. Yeah. But I, I, I'm trying, I want to play dopey characters. That's why I stay chubby. Plus, I'm, yeah. la- I'm lazy. So, you know, Dopey like, characters are hard to come by. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. don't want to be the racist person anymore. <laughs> you know? Please. So. I feel like all my foreign friends are like, I'm so tired of playing the same role every single time. Well, I had a buddy yeah. of mine, like, uh, there was this thing that had happened where I was working behind the set, mm-hmm. uh, like I did for Casino. I was, like, monitoring all the English, coaching the pronunciation, yeah. helping, like, get the lines to where they kind of need to be and simplify yeah. them for the Korean actors. Yeah, so I, yeah. I did that for, I'm doing that for two other projects currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say the names, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, so I do that, plus I get to, like, be next to the director. So I understand kind of what they look for right. quite often more than not. And so it's weird to like do that type of thing and then be like acting in front and just like, you know, hit it out of the park for the most part, like three takes roughly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it usually takes me to get warmed up, but yeah. <clears throat> nail it. And then have people like when I go into casting, know me by mm-hmm. name, but still the client's like, ah, 
or like uh, you know someone doesn't have the vision of like joey can be a, a, a lovable person you yeah know? Like, which is it's so strange um for me i feel like roles are very limited for foreigners in korea yeah, yeah. but it's also weird because i feel like when i make that statement or i say that people are like just leave korea but for you you have family here. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'll be 100% honest. I love working here. I love working. But imagine what it's like to have to talk in Korean, get directions in Korean, understand Korean yeah. to an extent, plus hit your cues, plus memorize the script. Mm-hmm. I, I was on a set where um, an agency gave me all of the lines in English because I had dialogue in English. And it turns out all of the other actors are speaking Korean but me and so whenever i requested the lines in korean too so i can see what my cue was they said no and then about five minutes before i finally got a piece of paper that was written in korean and Mm -hmm. then the actor who knows me who worked Mm -hmm. on a different set with me knows me very well he's like why aren't you saying your lines i'm like i got it all in english yeah so so it's not translated the same for sure so it's it's like these problems happen too often and they're never kind of like rectified properly. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're you're expected to like flounder and figure it out. So I've, I've become very good at just winging it mm-hmm. and figuring it out on the fly. Mm-hmm. Thank God this is like the wild west of of that situation. But yeah. if 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 it weren't for my wife and kid, honestly, I, I would still work here. But I w- I want to be a nomadic actor where I go where the work is. So yeah. I want to I want to be based in Korea because a healthcare is great, super yes. cheap, rent is super cheap. Like life here is great. Oh my god! You say rent is super cheap, and I'm like, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, in the states, what are we paying? Like three grand for an apartment? Especially you know I mean? if it was like LA or New York, it would be very expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you think? I feel like there's that dialogue online where people are always like, "Oh, foreign!" Like when I see a foreign actor in a Korean drama or movie, they're so cringe. Why do you think people say that? So I had someone quote me. Mm-hmm. That I, something I said almost verbatim in a different interview, oh. um, and this person said it uh, almost verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Western acting and Korean acting is very different. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take acting classes, you would know that's that is the case. Mm-hmm. But it's more than that. Um, there's a whole different level of nuance and tone. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like uh, whenever someone comes in, it's like, oh man, I just got to raise you. Like, oh, really? Yeah. It's like very different, right? Yeah. Like the level of intensity, obviously, this is overplayed a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, the level of intensity and like the, the cultural nuances plus like everything doesn't, it collides with Western acting completely. Mm-hmm. And like I, I've taken like some of the best coaches there are in LA mm-hmm. and I still can't f- find the right world to fit in. Like I, I literally, you have so much going against you on set in general. Mm. And then whenever you find out like, you're a racist soldier, but it's a sitcom. And you find out after you filmed everything that it's a sitcom Oh, because you asked and nobody knew what it was until you got to set. And then you start filming it. And yeah. then you're like, Oh, by the way, this is a drama, right? No, it's a sitcom. And you're like, Oh, well I'm acting in a completely different world. Yeah. Then what is expected? Mm-hmm. Right. So there's, there is a lot of that going on where you don't get all of the facts because it's all hush hush. And like, you know, like let's, 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 you know, it's not, let's let the foreigner struggle. It's, they don't think that information is necessary. Mm-hmm. But if you are in a procedural drama like Grey's Anatomy or uh, Suits, mm-hmm. you got to know the pacing. You got to know the tone. You got to understand all of that. Mm-hmm. If you're in a very melodramatic drama, you got to amp up, amp it up, you mm-hmm. know. But what I love is like the, some of the worst scenes I've ever seen done by foreigners, people love online. They're like, this is amazing. And it's because oh, okay. it's because it's so extreme that it matches the Korean tone. 
But if you try to be like very natural and nuanced, it's just, it's like a fish out of water. So are you saying that the foreign actors, the acting that they've done in Korea is loved by Koreans or loved by foreigners? Loved by foreigners. They're like, this is the first guy I've thought that isn't cringe. And you're like, you're looking at it from like an actor point of view and you're like, no, no, it's not accurate at all. But um, if the audience loves it, they have the say in it, right? At the the end of the day, if people are watching kimchi slapping, love triangle, whatever, (laughs) and it's like, you know, I'm not bashing Korea because they they make amazing films. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like, if you are a pure like K-drama fan and you love that like over the top dramatic, of course, someone like me or like some other people coming in trying to be as natural as possible is Mm -hmm. going to stand out, Mm -hmm. you know? But if, if it's someone who just like like goes where it goes, you know, and big, it, yeah. it goes big, then it, it looks like it kind of fits. But mm-hmm. it's also depending on how the character is written. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because like a racist soldier in a sitcom just doesn't work, y'all. But it's apparently, apparently, there's a script for that too. <laughs> so I mean, there's that, a role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I, I think like the the acting isn't the problem. Like there are a lot of people who are just pulled off the street or like teachers turned actors, whatever. Right. There aren't many people who are like properly trained actors right mm-hmm. so that is one facet of it if you go to the acting classes in korea they teach you about breath you're like nega hechana, you know yeah. versus like yeah, nega hechana. Yeah. You know, that's too low compared to the other one right mm-hmm. but then uh, that sounds more feminine than masculine they have all this whole system that's it's not like uda Hagen. it's mm-hmm. not like stanislavski it's not like howard vine like technique this is like how Koreans act. Mm, it's like a Korean acting. Yeah. Yeah. And so whenever foreigners go in there and they do that, the directors usually want either really fluent or really dopey. And it's, mm. it's never the in-between, you know? Mm. So it's really hard. Like one person that's like really great uh, in Korean acting is Carson Allen. Like she is, she's like, amazing in korean acting she's she's great is she a blonde yeah yeah, yeah. oh i think i've seen her in a drama before yeah yeah. she's she's really good at korean acting but she went to like the the uh, private academies for years in korea yeah in korea Korea. okay and so like she she really put in the work right yeah whereas like i'll pick up a script that i'll be like well i know how i'm gonna say it and then i'll go to act it out and i'm like this just don't feel right right. because i i i understand korean but i put on this acting tone whenever i start acting in korean and so that's why i just i'm like i'm good I don't yeah, want to do that, yeah, yeah would so. you ever recommend that because i know a lot of people who especially are in my dms asking if they should come to korea as actors there are people who are professionally trained in their country right mm. would you ever recommend people who are professionally trained in their country to come to korea as an actor or actress no <laughs> say a lot for the people in the back <laughs> run the opposite direction y'all stay where you are <laughs> if, if you like making uh yeah. not enough to pay your bills <laughs> The pay is really low in Korea. Yeah. 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 So, uh, no, I mean, my whole thing is this. If, if I, I wanted to be an actor since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, or a TV chef, one or the other, I got training. I did it. I went to LA to prove a point. Did it came back. I'm good. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. need to prove anything to anybody. I just wanted to see if it was me or not. Yeah. Did been there, done that. My whole thing is if you have the chance to do it locally, y'all don't, don't fly to Korea with, I want to be in, with Opa on this drama or whatever. Yeah. No, don't, don't do that because I promise you, you're just going to be an extra or an image. You're going to get a one liner. You're going to try to ad lib. It's going to come off as really cringe. Mm-hmm. Unless you actually have like proper training, mm-hmm. for example, improv, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be ad libbing on set. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be like, I had a scene where I was doing this thing and I, it was like this romantic, we're like locking mm-hmm. eyes and stuff. And I, I, this person had take, had zero lines in the beginning 
taken so much liberty mm-hmm. that they created their own backstory. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they yeah. like my character had all the dialogue and they're like, what's your lines? And I was like, well, <laughs> this is my lines. They stole my lines, y'all. And so like uh, what I'm saying is get the training, try locally, but first get the training, see if it's right for you. Then come over because otherwise it's like, mm. yeah. Are you trying, are you saying training for the Korean industry or do you mean training in your country first? Everyone. All right. So I, I think there's, there's this, trying to figure out how to there's like this discrepancy or like blocking or whatever like everyone assumes like i want to be on tv so therefore i want to be an actor y'all if you want to be on tv go on a reality tv show you know what i'm Mm. saying like wanting to be famous and actually wanting to act are two separate things and they they think because they're in a korean drama they're famous no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Especially you know? in Korea. That's, yeah, that's yeah. definitely not how yeah. it works. It's yeah. like, oh, I ad-libbed improv some lines or whatever. No, 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 no. It's, see, that, that's not how it works. It, yeah. The Korean actors here train so hard. They put in so much effort. And for like a white dude to show up and be like, oh, I'm an actor too. Yeah. It's like yeah. kind of a slap to the face. So I, 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 I preach put in the training, put in the work first. Mm-hmm. Test it out in your local market first before you pack your bags and try to get on this big drama where you have this kid scene with Opa. That that may never happen. Make sure it's it hasn't for happened you. yet for anybody. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But like, make make sure it's for you and that you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Because if you're just flying over here to be an extra, you, you ain't going to be able to pay your bills. First of all, second of all, if you don't have the training, you're not going to pass the auditions. And if someone actually does put you in a role like that, mm-hmm. you're going to be in the spotlight and you're going to be another K cringe actor. Oh. You know, so uh, which is something I'm trying to break a stigma on by putting in so much effort into training and putting a lot of work into being this professional actor on set this person right. that gets called in by directors by casting to present this character to the best of their ability mm-hmm. that's the way it should be it shouldn't be like oh hey ad lib something and mm. this person has zero experience because they just have to again like the the the, the person i was just talking about romantic scene they had asked my line they had stole my lines mm-hmm. romantic scene i was like are you gonna say anything because basically the camera's pulling out we just gotta lock eyes no 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 i said because it's romantic right we're both on the same page starts just just makes their own script shooting their shot and so the thing that they had said though which was really comical um was thank you so much for bringing me here and we were kidnapped in that scene (laughs) so a director says cut and i said hey first of all continuity the lights off second of all this person hate to throw them under the bus but they've been doing it all day uh and they were just supposed to be an image extra sitting there yeah um and it's just been three scenes of hell yeah. so i'm like god this is cringe so let me just break it down for you we were not we were kidnapped you were in the car when you i was can't kidnapped. say thank you for oh, yeah. being here yeah so i mean yeah. and, i mean this person is the sweetest person but they, they felt in the moment that was right and they were just shooting their shot and that's the problem uh, with 90 percent mm. of the k cringe y'all do you think they were shooting their shot to be famous or for them to look good for the director I honestly, the, the only reason why you would ad lib something that isn't there is for selfish reasons. There's no, there's, I would literally go through a script and I'll be like, do I really need to say all these lines? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with memorizing them, but what can I do to condense it to, to give a, not make the story about me? I'm a piece of the puzzle that mm-hmm. makes, needs to make it believable. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just got to be that guy that's believable and a piece of the puzzle that helps move the story. Yeah. I don't need, I, back in the day I needed the footage I don't need the footage now I'm just like I just want to get paid work. and yeah. do what I love to do and, it, and they can cut my scene it doesn't matter I just want to do whatever is right for the scene yeah and you got to be selfless you can't be selfish selfish and doing it for your own reason so yeah. the reason why there is K cringe fish out of water and Korean acting is very different than western acting 
all of that exists, but it's just people shooting their shot, throwing in random dialogue that just doesn't work. And they don't know like the proper tone of the show to be able to hit that dialogue out of the park. Last question. Yeah. It might be a little interesting, I think. I think yeah. your answer will be interesting for this. What do you think about the payment for mm. actors in Korea? Foreign actors in Korea? So, um, I will be honest, with all the new people coming in, it's gotten to the point where extra pay is now dialogue pay. So, And extra pay is terrible. Yeah, and so people yeah. are... Uh, what I had an agent tell me one time was... Um, why would we pay someone who's trained like you the same as someone who's never acted before? But then guess who they're also pushing into the role? The yeah. amateurs, isn't it? Because they're cheap. <laughs> yeah. Because they just want to be on TV. But that's the point. They're yeah. shooting their shot for fame, but that's why I'm saying, like, just do it in your local market then mm -hmm. if that's the case. Because in your local market, they're not going to put up with uh, the ad lib, the improv, whatever, unless the director likes it. The payment... Do you think it's getting worse as oh, yeah. the years go? Oh, yeah, yeah, I just, I just got offered something, and I, I go, that's a big old brand. Why is the pay so low? Oh, well, if you don't do it, someone else will. I'm like, well, then let someone else do it. <laughs> Liter <laughs> Joey, literally. <laughs> I have never had to negotiate my pay this much before. Like, as a model, I know the acting industry is different, but even for the modeling industry right now, Every single job that I get, I've had to negotiate my pay because I'm like, this is very low. Yeah. it's The problem is because they know that there's uh, the market's saturated yes. by people who are new, who yes. don't know what they're doing and who don't yes. know what they should be asking for. And the other thing is they keep... They basically say, if you tell another person you're paid, they're going to get upset. Yes. Which, I've had that so many times. Which is true. But like, if you're like in the same position for a commercial and you know that there's supposed to be a buyout, you know that there's supposed to be uh, basically the, the, the basic stuff. Where, where is it being used? Is it international or domestic? Global, yeah. Is it TVC? If it's going on TV, that's a whole lot more money. Mm -hmm. If it's just SNS, great. If it's my face going to be plastered on a billboard for a still. That's more pay too. Yeah. yeah. So I, like yeah. people don't talk about that. And then it's like, do you get there? And one guy's like, I'm making a hundred dollars today. And you're like, you're just like, excuse me. <laughs> huh? There is the reverse though. I did mention pay one time when I did a drama and I yeah. was the only one with lines and two other guys that were in the same scene with me who had no lines threw me under the bus and asked for the exact same payment. But they ha they were just image extra. They could have been replaced by anybody, right? So, hey, yo, that's why I don't speak about my pay when I'm on set. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. I'm like it, it backfires because people are greedy, but the reality is it needs to be open. So where's the balance? Where's the line? You know? There's literally no line when no, it comes no. to in Korea. Like, for me, I've gone to, um, especially when you're working with newer models or actors or in the entertainment industry mm -hmm. you go on set and they're all talking about their pay and you're hearing their pay and you're just like whoa that's less than half of what i'm getting like did yeah. you not even try to negotiate your mm -hmm. pay you yeah. know but it's because <laughs> they don't even know how much they're supposed to be getting paid because they're yeah. not doing market research at all but they're not even asking before like the, what's really funny is how most people get started is they'll be recommended by a friend yeah and then that friend who isn't being a good friend, isn't telling them the basic rates. They're just like, here you go. And then so like, yeah. basically they're giving up their job yeah. and their life to their buddy. And that buddy's getting half the pay and this person is no longer being used. So this is weird. Like, I don't know how to help people because nobody yeah. listens. And yeah. even if you tell them the prices, 
it's like some people are just like, I, I don't care. I, I want to act with this actor. And I'm like, mm, mm. I get that. And go do a short film. You know, like, <laughs> or just be an extra. Like, stop picking like jobs from actual professionals. Like, people who are not trying to be next to that actor. They're just trying to work because they have yeah. a passion for that job, you uh, know? It's called a working actor for a reason, y'all. Um, yes. It's, just, it's so weird, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Korea. Uh, it's it got me basically created my dream career my mm -hmm. dream career i'm doing in korea because i have access to it uh, one of my biggest regrets though was i wasn't trained and i was getting all these opportunities in the beginning because i was new mm -hmm. and they were like yeah let's use this guy he's not bad mm -hmm. and a lot of my footage is cringe why because i didn't train y'all yeah, yeah. i didn't i'm like I, I, I was like on it for years i was like i you know i'm doing great and then it hit me i'm acting with like a-list celebrities that are being brought over here and i'm acting with like korea's top and i'm just this dumbass for lack of a better word yeah with no training like do 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 winging yeah. it so i was like i, I don't want to be that guy i want to yeah. be i want to be the guy when i walk in the room and people go oh, that's joey albright mm -hmm. like i have i think i've built enough of a, a respect in the uh i want to say that i would hope mm -hmm. i have built enough uh respect at least for how much training i put myself through in the acting community local acting community that people go that's the guy you and know? like i feel like for you um I feel like your reputation with other actors is not as important as your reputation with directors. You seem to have a great reputation with directors in directors Korea. Directors are great. I, it's I, better I, to have a good reputation with yeah. directors. I yeah. mean, the, the thing that when I, for example, the casting thing we talked about, right? Mm -hmm. When I would walk in the room, they're like, what is the hippo doing here? That's, <laughs> Stop. That's like, oh that's, God. it was like, I, I walk in and immediately like one guy comes up to me and like, I'm about to enter the audition room and then growls at me to like throw me off my game. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I, I've, I've had another guy on set come up to me. And he's like, you got lines? He takes off my hat and throws it on the ground. He was in the same audition room. He didn't win the audition. What is wrong with people? It's like it's like high school all over again. It's like bullying. Like, what are we doing at this big age? But I'm, I'm like, y'all need. It's not, and that's just weird. There, there are great people out there, but then there are petty people, and then it's like, why does why does Joey always get the lines? And it's like, because uh -huh. I, I I trained and I auditioned, yeah. and the director liked my version. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, again, like I, there's a lot of hardship. Like, what is the hardest thing? Me losing my parents and being stuck in Korea. Everything else seems relatively easy compared to that. Yeah. You know? We started from like the worst of the worst yeah. and now, yeah. And so, I mean, like I, I've, I've, I think the, the way the industry is built has toughened me up to the point where, yeah, I, I go through like imposter syndrome, but I love it so much that I, I don't want to do anything else. I'm mm -hmm. like, I, I love being behind the camera. I love being in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. I just love everything about it. So I'm very all about the art and yeah. all about letting, letting, trying to challenge myself to do more difficult, difficult characters, paying a lot of money to try to get better and like just putting in the time. I'm all about like that creativity. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's basically all, all I want my life to be is Ooh. about my kid in film. So oh, I love how you said your kid first. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> Little. She doesn't I'm probably going to take that name out because y'all don't need to know his daughter like that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> y'all yeah. don't no need photos. to know her like that. <laughs> Facts. Facts. You don't have any of your kids' photos online. I have, yeah. yeah. I have a private account on Instagram that has... I was just about to say, yeah. shout out your account. Uh, <laughs> just follow me on um, Korea Unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> Joey is like, I don't need the following. I'm okay. Private life. I, 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 literally, I only do SNS for agents, and that's it. I, I mean, I'm like, well, it's good to be private. Yo, I, I, what I post is like, I'm in the gym. 
I'm in acting class. I'm in the gym. I did this. Yeah. I did this <laughs> show. Look, look and then it. Joey's disappeared. And then he comes back. He's like, I also did this. <sighs> it's so draining. SNS is the worst. Anyways, guys, that was it for today's episode. Thank you, Joey, so much for coming on. Do you have any last words that you would like to say? Um, first and end? foremost, I owe Korea everything because they started my acting career. Mm-hmm. I love working here. I do. And I think the reason why I complain is because I, I know it could be better. Yeah. You know, and I want it to be better f- in a safe environment for all everybody involved, not yeah. just me or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love what I do. Um, if you're planning on coming out, do take a couple acting classes in your local market mm-hmm. and uh, join a uh, theater group or whatever see what it's like see if it's for you because mm-hmm. i promise you it's it's a tough tough grind um and yeah thank you for having me yeah, you, thank you for coming <laughs> i feel like this was a very good conversation so as joey said if you are trying to be an actor in korea just take some advice that he gave you at least because it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy at all you might not be able to pay your bills for a few months if you come here thinking it's five years easy. You heard that? Five years. You're going to be struggling (laughs) for at least a few years. So just make sure you do your research. You take some pointers from this video. But anyways, guys, that was it for today's episode. I am your host, Paris Kagiri, and this is Joey Albright, the actor. (laughs) And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.